Good evening to our neighbors and listeners. Coming to you live from the 215 here in Germantown, you are listening to the award-winning Germantown Info Hub Radio Hour. I am the community reporter, Rashida Jamu, a.k.a. Philly's Freedom John. The Info Hub Hour explores all things happening in Germantown and the city of Philadelphia, and we cover them in an hour or less. Check out what's going on by visiting our website at GermantownInfoHub.org, on Twitter and Instagram at GTownInfoHub, or on Facebook at GermantownInfoHub. Today, we are just a few weeks away from a new year. 2022 is leaving just as fast as it got here, and there are so many things that Germantown can look forward to in the upcoming year, like Rebuild at Vernon Park, which will bring improvements like new lights, fences, and other infrastructure. Who knows how many businesses we will see pop up next year. We had an influx of businesses that we welcomed to our neighborhood this year, like Clucking Gills, Jazz Box, Black Soul Vintage, and so, so, so many others. And we can look forward to a new mayor. 2023 will begin campaign season for many new candidates for the top office seat in the city of Philadelphia. But one thing that we can continue to look forward to is the joy that this community exudes. I was born and raised in Germantown. And one thing I know to be true is that we are a community that centers on joy. While there is so much wrong with the world that we could focus on, this neighborhood continuously makes space to commune and lift each other up. And that is why for today's episode, you will hear from four different community voices who I believe spread joy through their existence in this neighborhood. They will be talking about how they enact joy and what community joy means to them. And they'll even talk about how they believe our community can continue to invoke joy further in the foreseeable future. First up, we will hear from Kristen Clark, who has deemed this moment in time the renaissance for the Germantown neighborhood. Kristen is the owner and operator of both the Kinesics Dance Dynamics Studio and theater. And it was her role as a person who gives space to others that led me to want to get her perspective on community joy. So here is what she had to say. My name is Kristen Clark. Most people know me by Chris. My relation to Germantown, I'm a born and raised Germantown member. I also am a business owner in Germantown. Um, I do consulting work. Uh, in addition to owning the Kinesic Stance Dynamics Theater on Germantown Avenue. Okay, honestly, I just saw like a block party. Um, and I only saw that because I think my earliest memory of like neighborhood community was just that, you know, like a block party. But if I investigate that a bit more and figure out why I feel that I think it's because joy for me is deep. It's rooted. It's not happiness. It's not chemical. Uh, I always say I seek joy in life, not happiness. So community joy for me is pride. It's comfort. It's the perception of safety within a thing and not safety as in, you know, am I physically safe here? But safety as in, I know that we have the tools to sustain ourselves community joy feels like the block party the cookout the 
block cleanup when everybody comes out with their brooms on a Saturday morning and, you know, you get to see all your neighbors at one time. But I think community joy now for Germantown looks like people participating and understanding the the value of what it is we have here. Yeah, we're we're a special we're a special group of people. <laughs> like Germantown is not, and I'm not going to slander any other neighborhood, but Germantown's not. It is not Atlanta, you know. Like, um. So it, I think it feels like everyone understanding and feeling that, and feeling that pride, and taking responsibility in that, and owning it. That's community joy for me. I think it's lodged in me and me leaving and knowing that this was home. So coming back to it and planning my roots here. I think it's lodged in Steven leaving, but knowing that Germantown was home coming back and, and sorry, Steven C.W. Taylor leaving, but knowing Germantown was home coming back and planning roots here not just for us, but for our neighbors, for the neighbors of when we were on the block, from the neighbors of when our parents were on the block. Both of our parents uh, were also born and raised here in Germantown. Um, so yeah, it's manifested in Ursula Rucker, this idea that you don't have to leave to be great. It's manifested in Mark Lamont Hill. It's manifested in all of the business owners who have been here since childhood and decided, nah, I'm not leaving. Yeah, there's other locations, but this is home. It's manifested in us sprouting things from the soil that we were planted in and not getting up and, and you know, moving to a pot that's pretty. Like, I'm I'm proud to be a Germantown native. I'm proud to be a Germantown resident. And no, no matter what the narrative is for outsiders, like for me, you can't strip away the greatness that is us. So how do I show up in it? How about this? There's this idea that I do work in the community, right? And I was I was thinking about that this morning and challenging that today um, because I don't I don't I don't think I like the language you know like I don't do work in the community um, at least that's my perception of it for me I exist I am I take up space this is me Germantown happens to be my home and where my heart has ties to you know um, so. so all of the work that I do in the community, I don't see it so much as work. It's not like someone's paying me for it, you know? It's it's me existing in my humanity and validating the humanity of my neighbors and taking pride in the fact that our value is our value and nobody can take that away. I think I contribute to it by showing up, acknowledging the humanity of others, acknowledging the love and the light in others, and moving from a place of love always in everything that I do within my within my neighborhood because I understand how I show up affects everybody. You know, I am because we are and we are because I am. So living by that.
living by that definitely is a not only the greatest gift Germantown has given me, but the greatest way that I think I can give back. For neighbors, investigate your resources. When you have qualms, when you have gripes, investigate the solutions to those. Be the solution, not just the problem. And do not allow others to perpetuate narratives that Germantown didn't produce. You know, like, this is your home, but I hope it challenges you in a way that it does me when you hear narratives of a space you call home and it doesn't necessarily align to your experience um, because those narratives weren't written by people who call this place home. So I would say for my neighbors, please exercise your voice. Please remember your power. Remember the leverage that you have just existing in Germantown and having the support that is here. Exercise that, use that. Flex a bit, flex, flex, flex a lot, you know? Um, because because you're, you're a valuable asset and everything we do, we essentially do for you. Yeah, flex, flex a bit. And I'll say for our Germantown business owners, we got a good join here like we we doing a we we doing good work and i know that a gripe a lot of us are facing is the fact that we are challenged by ownership so while we fight to survive day in and day out let's also look at ways in which we can deepen our roots because at the end of the day our commitment to germantown is bigger than all of the developers that are here we want to be here so let's find solutions to the worries and stuff that plague us i know we're exhausted i know business owning a business and running that joint is is no easy feat and i know we have or could find the capacity to make sure that we are all sustained you know so yeah I'm more about working together. I'm definitely a my success is your success type join. And I understand that if I can help my neighbor, I'm gonna help my neighbor. So let's keep keep that energy going. I am very proud of us. Like very, very proud of us. And I know we can do more. And I don't want us to get discouraged as we fight to do more. Period. The next person has a thing for repurposing vintage items and creating new treasures for them. This year with her partner Mars, she turned her home into a space where they could use ephemera, workshops, community care, and culinary experiments to harness Black creative liberation. She is the co-owner and operator of Jazzbox. She is Doriana Diaz, and here's what she had to say about community joy. My name is Doriana Diaz. I have been living in Germantown for probably about four years now. I'm originally from like the cusp of like Mount Airy, Germantown. So I've been here for much longer and spent most of my childhood here, but I've been living in Germantown for the like the last four years. So it's home. I think the first thing that comes to mind is my grandmother's house. Like growing up, it was kind of like the community spot in the neighborhood, but also just like the community spot for our family. 
So when I think of community, I think of and enjoy even more in particular, I think of family. I think of chosen family, chosen kin, and also just like if you're lucky enough, the family that you grow up with, the family that you you don't really get to choose also ends up being part of like your support system, your community, the people that make you feel seen and loved and understood and heard. And so for the first space for me that kind of like encompassed all of those things was definitely my grandmother's house, my grandmother's kitchen. And as I've grown older, I have a lot of my work. I try to really emulate what I felt in that space and the spaces that I create and the spaces that I curate. And that is, yeah, exactly what I kind of mentioned, like to feel seen, to feel loved, to feel understood, to feel heard and to feel validated. And I think community can be, especially like as, as we grow older, as we're like, you know, human having a human experience, like we build and add to that community um, as we continue to grow. And sometimes, you know, that community can even lessen um, as we get older and as we grow in and out of people or fall in and out of love with people. But I think that like, community encompasses and like really helps you interrogate who you are and who you want to become and how you want to grow and flourish. And through that, you can experience joy with those people or even joy within yourself. Cause you know, building community with yourself is also equally as important as building community with like other bodies around you and outside of you. I've seen it manifest in so many incredibly beautiful ways since growing up in this area, but also in the last couple of years, I feel like my relationship with this close-knit community that I have built here has strengthened so much. Um, and I know we were just speaking about, but even like Black Soul Vintage and Tamara and like, who like we go way, 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 way back. And so it's been like such a beautiful thing to watch her, her mission and her, just her being like grow in the last couple of years with like Black Soul Vintage, watching it be on you know, on an online space into converting into a physical space and building community with her in that capacity. Like we used to live a block away from each other. I was on, you know, Penn and Baton um, in Germantown a couple of years ago. And like, we were neighbors and we used to kiki and like dream together. And now, you know, Black Soul is a physical manifestation of, um, of her and also just like the community that she has built for herself um, and for others that um, just want to share space with the mission of Black Soul. I think about like Yolanda Wisher, Trapita Mason, who are building extensive community um, and have been for years and years and years in Germantown um, and kind of watching them as like, kind of like, you know, elders and like admiring their work and being able to learn and grow from them and manifest my own um, sort of concepts and ideologies around community and community care for black and brown folks, specifically for queer folks in Germantown. Um, and they have been such an inspiration to me. I think about even, you know, Uncle Bobby's, I think about Vic and the People's Lot. I think about um, even, it's a little bit, it's like pushing Mount Airy, it's in Mount Airy, but even like Avenues Cafe. Um, and I think about Lee, who's also like um, an indigenous and black queer um, cafe owner and how he's pushing boundaries and opening up spaces for community to exist. Like there's just so much going on in this neighborhood that's so refreshing and nourishing that has been here for much longer than I think some people really understand, but is continuing to thrive and build off of those like a Yolanda Wisher, like a Trapita, even like Nicole Pollard and her curatorial brilliance with Supine Horizons right now and the Philadelphia Contemporary. And like, there's just so many names and people um, and black folk and brilliant folk, brilliant black folk 
who are, you know, um, manifesting sort of like a utopia for community to engage with one another and um, empower one another and hold space for one another. And um, that is the most inspiring thing to bear witness to. I think I'm, st I'm still learning um, different channels and vessels to enact community joy for myself as an individual and also as myself as a part of, you know, the bigger picture as a collective of folks that are in Philly or in Germantown specifically, and then in Philly at large, and then within the African diaspora, I think there's levels to it. And they're all equally as important. But I think like, um, I, I've been really um, inspired, and I've been really moved by the community that I've created through Jazzbox here in Germantown. Um, and my partner and I have created together in our little kind of um, 900 square foot Germantown apartment. Um, and we've created a speakeasy event space, shop space, cafe space in our apartment. And I think that I've always kind of been doing this like grassroots art organizing work. I kind of started in North Philly and then have like, and throughout my college career and then came back home and started to begin to create more of like a foundation here in Germantown through that work and seeking kind of like Afrofuturistic ideology and ways of thinking about creating joy. Um, through that, through that kind of like discourse and theory and framework, but also like just, yeah, just thinking about different ways to reimagine how we can exist together and how we can feed off of and, and fuel kind of like our, our um, lifeblood through community joy. Um, and I think one of the main vessels that has been really speaking to me has been, or the main vessel that I've been really kind of doing that work through most recently has been Jazzbox. Um, and I've learned so much about myself through this, through that practice, through this kind of like space that we've created, but I do view it more as like a practice, um, because I think that community care is a way of life. I think that community joy and community care is a way of life. It's a lifestyle. It's a, it's a practice. It's something that, you know, life is a practice. We're all just practicing all the time. We never really get to a necessarily a destination. I think we're always practicing and we're always learning and we're always growing and, and um, expanding. And so I think for me, the main vessel that has been giving me that, giving me the most joy, giving me the most um, opportunity to kind of engage and, and investigate and explore community joy has been through Jazzbox um, and has been through like many of the other people who I've mentioned before, who I view as sort of like peers in this practice. And so I think that that has been it for me is just creating space where people can just black folk, queer folk, brown folk can just like come and be exactly as they are and be really given an opportunity to archive our existence together, like to create memory, to create different channels and um, different re representations of joy, however that may look for ourselves and for each other. And just to feel um, that, that you're safe. And I think that for me, joy is, is an emotion of feeling, a way of being that is a lot easier to access if I feel unthreatened. And so I feel that safety is a huge, huge part of joyousness, right? So like if you're in spaces that make you feel threatened or unseen or less than, then it's a lot harder to access joy. And so a lot of my work is maybe it's even impossible. I mean, I don't know, but I think that a lot of my work is to create spaces, physical, mental, just spaces in general, to curate spaces that we can feel safe and we can feel seen so that joy is a lot easier to access. I think that stepping outside of your comfort zone 
would be, which is a very broad answer, but can be interpreted in any kind of way. So like, for me, I'm a very like, um, I'm a very introverted person um, by nature. And I think that like stepping out of my comfort zone just means like, let me like say hi to the people that I see walking down the street. Like, let me say hi to my neighbors in my building, the people that um, live on the other side of my building. Like, let me just go out of my way to share space with them. And that can look so many different ways. Like that doesn't mean like you need to invite strangers over to your crib, like and break bread together. That just means like, let me just say hi to you. Like, let me engage with you. Let me acknowledge your humanness in this neighborhood that we share, that we both live in. We may come from different socioeconomic statuses, different. Um, we obviously come from different experiences, backgrounds, trauma. We're all, we're all un inevitably healing, right? And so I think that a huge suggestion that I have been given from folks um, that I try to really incorporate into my day-to-day -day practice is the people that I share space with in my immediate neighborhood, I really want them to know that I see them. And that builds community. It may not build community in the, in the immediate idea concept that we think about community, which is like, we friends, like we family. It may not be that, but it's just that I see you and I see you see me. I think that that's a, a really important practice that I'm I'm really trying to incorporate into my day-to-day -day life that has really changed the way that I view humanity, that's changed the way that I view love and relationships and just inherently connection. And so I think that would be my word of advice is to just, you know, like say hi to the people that you see on the street, like um, engage with your neighbors, the people that live immediately next door to you or maybe across the street or um, the people that you even see in your like local local poppy shop or like your corner store, like just like, what's up? Like, how you doing? How you feeling? And so I think that that is something that I've been really thinking a lot about. And that would be my my most immediate answer to that question. Our next voice turned an idea into a purpose when he realized that beautification didn't have to equal gentrification. He named the brand and organization after his feelings for his neighborhood swearing that he not only liked it, but loved it. Now, speaking on his sentiments surrounding community joy is the owner of I Love Thy Hood, Matthew George. My name is Matthew George. I am a resident in Germantown. I am the founder of I Love Thy Hood and also the business development manager at the Germantown United CDC. What comes to mind when I think about community joy is just going to the farmer's market on the weekend and, and seeing familiar faces and 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 going to the the local flower shop and and knowing that business owner and and them knowing me and and my wife and and my family and stuff like that and 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 enjoying a, a festival or block party and and enjoying some dinner <laughs> Just, just with family and friends in the neighborhood, I, I feel like it's it's walking around and knowing that the 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 people around you uh, also love you, know you, and and want the best for you. Um, that's that's when a community is really thriving, and and is it, that that makes you want to go outside and 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 kind of enjoy that. In, in your area. So creating that atmosphere is is definitely important. So I that's that's what I mean about community joy. But it, it comes to small things like just not having litter on the ground. That's that's an important part of just keeping 
a community in an area actually safe and 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 healthy and and thriving for for these businesses it's making people want to walk in the area and stuff like that and also making it safe uh that's that's one priority that comes with it if i don't feel safe uh, in my neighborhood that that doesn't bring joy so knowing that i i have that safety to walk around and and um and not having to look over my shoulder sometimes and stuff like that and and yeah i think th those are the little things that can bring joy when you have that security and you and you know that the people around you um uh want positivity as well so that's at its core what community joy means to me but really it's just people loving the place that they live that that's something that you want like say you're coming home from work and you come home like the day's over you want to relax and everything uh you don't want to hear sirens you don't you don't want to hear uh all these um fire trucks roll by and stuff like that but uh and you don't want to step over piles of trash like it's it's those things that if if those things kind of change in a way that that brings back that solitude that we should all have when we come home after a long day, after being with family and friends and stuff like that. So, yeah. I've seen community joy manifest in the Germantown neighborhood very organically. Me as a business development manager, I get to communicate with these business owners that make up our uh, the Greater Germantown Corridor. And they are some of the most creative, driven, intelligent people I've ever met. And it, it, it's really a testament to the type of cultivation of culture and togetherness that I've, I've kind of been seeing. And I was able to experience that this past uh, Small Business Saturday when we had the fortunate visit of the mayor on our corridor with also Councilwoman Bass. And really they, they visited the corridor. They got to visit these businesses that, that I just talked about. And it was, it was amazing because you just saw the light on, on the eyes of the mayor and, and their counterparts and stuff when, when they walked into these businesses and, and saw the amazing things that they were doing. And uh, that's that's something that has just happened naturally. And to see the, the community come together in those ways uh, is, is, is quite cool to kind of witness. But that's, that's just the business owners. The residents that make up Germantown are one of the most authentic <laughs> type of group of people you could ever be around. And that's coming from a person that is is living in Germantown and, and um, have parents that grew up in Germantown and stuff like that. So it's it's something that is is in us all to want that togetherness, want want that community to thrive. And that that's not really seen in in other areas. In Germantown, it is very rich and and it perpetuates in in everywhere that you see in Germantown. And it's is, is what makes it thrive. It what makes it breathe. It's when, when you're living in, in this area, you feel it. When you're passing it, you feel it. And 
And when you visit these stores, you feel that humbleness, that that honesty, that uniqueness. Um, and that's that's what really uh, I can see in, in my everyday of walking on the Ave and, and, and being a part of this just natural cultivation of uh, togetherness. So uh, that's kind of what I think about when I think about yeah, community joy seen in Germantown. I display community joy in every interaction that I have. Um, I, I, I see myself, I don't, I don't try to put any importance on myself because I'm, at the end of the day, I'm a citizen. I'm, <laughs> we're all citizens. We're all living in Philadelphia. We're all living in the United States and I'm a, I'm a black man living in this area. So it's, you have all of those things interacting with, with kind of your, your train of thought uh, throughout the day. But at the end of the day, you had to find that inner self joy and, um, and you want to protect that inner joy. So with me, I protect that by sharing that joy with uh, the people around me. Um, and uh, my job in, in I Love Thy Hood is pretty much just an extension of that because what I want to project out into the world is positivity. And um, I wanted to kind of align myself in that way. So um, I'm very fortunate to be in this position to do so. And I, I try to use it to my advantage uh, when I can, because there's a, there's a lot of negative things in this world, there's a lot of negative things that we get fed each and every day on social media, on the news, um, just everything that what a 30-something-year-old person goes through in, in 2022. So it's a lot of different things that sometimes you got to have to block out. But as I go through myself, as, as I go through my journey, as and really trying to still find my way in, in a sense, that I, I want to just kind of uh, align my work with with positivity and spreading that out through advocation and, and just community development on a on a larger scale. What what I'm what I'm trying to I say do is I'm I have the fortunate. Uh, ability to to live in in such a special place, such a special city, in such a special neighborhood, that I want um, to bring that joy to this area, in in the position that I'm in. Um, and all in all, every connection that I make, I, I want uh, something positive to come out of it. Whether that is meeting a a store owner. Um, and helping them out, getting them a new uh, sign for their business, or meeting someone that has just been down on their lucks, been out in the street, and and making sure that we get them the the proper resources that they need, push them in the right direction to get them a job, uh, get them housing, and really try to do things on on those personal levels to kind of vibrate throughout the community. So. I really like to make those connections, those personal connections, because from there, the real work can be done. The, the real healing can be done. 
the real learning can be done, uh, vice versa and all. Like I've I've grown so much in the past. I mean, <laughs> we've all grown since 2019 in our own crazy ways. So that's kind of what I, I just put as like, all right, after 2019, I started trying to align literally what I do with positivity. So I'm still working on it and, and still trying to develop those skills to just become a better version of myself so that I can serve serve my people. Because um, really that's, that's the only real thing to do. If there's one thing I would tell my community to provoke more community joy would be to get involved. Being involved can mean many different things, but getting involved with your neighbors, um, the people that are around you. Because if, if you don't have any connection to the places that you live, then that place ultimately suffers. And with that involvement, you have a stake in the place that you, you call home. And it, it, that, that can change generations from now. So involvement could be literally uh, volunteering for a cleanup on weekends. It could be um, joining a community garden. It could be uh, volunteering at a, uh, a boys and girls club or, um, or uh, setting up a, uh, as, a, as a block captain, uh, becoming a block captain and, and uh, taking care of your block. It could be uh, visiting and patronizing your your local stores and your your local restaurants and and your local flower shops and your local clothing stores. It's it's all of that uh, creates that community joy when you feel a part of the community and and not just that you have a house here, you have an apartment here or something like that. Um, that that makes your your day much better knowing that when you stop at the the deli the, <laughs> the the person behind the counter knows your name and you know theirs it's it's just that sense of togetherness and knowing your surroundings that can create that level of love and appreciation and respect that that comes with living in an area like Germantown so yeah, man, get involved, get, give back, uh, walk around uh, and, and enjoy different community events. <laughs> As you know, in Germantown, each, each weekend, there's something cool and creative going on and it's always something to enjoy. So definitely get out and get involved and enjoy your neighborhood. Vernon Park is truly the emerald of Germantown housing some great community events like the annual Fall Bazaar, which fosters a lot of joy. But one of the things, or should I say people, that make this space much more special are the stewards that we know as the friends of Vernon Park, who help keep the park clean, communicate park needs to the city, and manage the events that happen inside of the gates. Our final voice is the president steward of the Friends Group, Angela Miles. Here she is is Angela Miles, uh, she, her. I am a Germantown resident um, since 2011, so about 11 years now. And I am an organizer with Friends of Vernon Park, which is an all-volunteer 
intergenerational stewardship group uh, devoted to keeping the park clean and green and welcoming for everybody who comes through and love Germantown so much. So when I think about community joy, I think about um, an acronym that I learned uh, years back while organizing with this group, the U.S. Department of Arts and Culture, which is a fake uh, agency, but does real legit work um, joyfully. So the acronym is HILI, and it's high impact, low infrastructure. So what that is to, to me and to us is, you know, really like cultivating over time spaces um, and relationship that foster this, you know, shared bloom, harvest that create this ease of just showing up everyone as they are um, that generates like a feast for the senses and uh, we're really all just like being like naturally our true selves meeting each other's eyes knowing smiles because we're you know noticing that's either happening or that happened or appreciating the things that are in bloom that's a you know a metaphor it could be actual flowers and then sense of like beaming appreciation at one another for being moment together at the same time and the feeling of spontaneity now that can be a feeling of spontaneity that occurs because it's truly spontaneous or and or um, you know the work the effort the labor that has gone into fostering and cultivating these spaces has been consistent and shared over time so that it really feel like we're all able to show up and enjoy there's not you know the the working side that's behind the scenes and then those like putting the thing on it's ever actually really being present with one another so that's that's what it means to me I've certainly experienced a lot of that in Germantown both uh, of the park um but in so many places and spaces and porches and yards and public spaces and um I think that it does embody a lot of um, who Germantown is and has been continue to be. I'll, I'll do a quick uh, shout out to all of the folks who came through um, for the most recent community bazaar and flea market in Vernon Park. So this was the 11th annual fall bazaar and flea market. And we had amazing DJ, DJ Corey Martin, who uh, used to live in Germantown, now lives super close by. And we had over 100 vendors, folks who are selling things, things that they made, old weird things. So community resource spaces such as the table of Germantown Info Hub and so many organizations and we had activities and the sun was so beautiful that day. It was as though the light was coming through a prom and everything was just catching light. There was a person who made these beautiful um, waist beads and where they were hanging on a line, hanging on a rack and the light was filtering through these beads and just sending like rainbows into the air. Kids were running around, sidewalk chalk about what they love about the park. People were dancing to the music. Um, it, was, it was one of the best ones. I mean, it's always great in different reasons, but I think over a couple years, you know, we really appreciate in a different way the ability to gather together. Um, the folks who collaborated on putting it together 
have been doing it for a while, including myself. So we're real clear on how to share the labor involved, communicate. We still are learning a lot and we've learned a lot and want to, you know, do some things to make it even better um, next time. But yeah, that was a really wonderful and amazing um, day. I also recently attended the Supine Horizons um, installation put on by Philadelphia Contemporary um, down on Germantown Avenue. And energetically, um, you know, it was different because it was so, there was so much focus and emphasis as the artists and the curators intend on stillness and on rest. And the fact that that is made available to our community, Germantown, of course, um, but extending broader. So yeah, those two things. I mean, there's there's so many, so many things. There's music, there's live music that's played in the church across from the house that I that I live in. And it is like brass band with vocals, gospel music, like all types of praise music, the United House of Prayer for All People. And though I don't attend church myself, um, it is something that is palpable joy to hear those instruments like coming through and the voices. Um, so I really love that. And I think the gardens that people grow, both in places where they live, but also all over in public spaces, along sidewalks, you can walk through Germantown and it really is that feast for the senses, all types of, all times of year, but like mostly in like the spring and summer when everything is like fully in bloom, it's so fragrant and beautiful. So um, I have so much gratitude for all the gardeners. I think that it's, important to acknowledge that, you know, as conscious people living on planet Earth in 2022, you know, and all of us facing different levels of anxiety and struggle, all of that is real. It's important that we're real and are able to show up authentically, even if that doesn't mean that I'm smiling and beaming light or you're not smiling and not beaming light. Like we don't have to put that pressure on ourselves, but showing up true and understanding that we can you know, meet as friends and collaborators, like face to face, but also side by side. And those relationships are really nourishing. So um, my approach is to cultivate relationships by being authentic as much as I can. And, um, you know, hopefully fostering a space where others feel that they can be that too. And understanding that that happens over time. It's through our actions that we develop trust in one another um, through consistency and, uh, a big part of our work as volunteers in a park is to continue to, and here's a metaphor again, continue to plant flowers, continue to cultivate the soil so that, you know, even if someone comes by and picks all the flowers and either throws them on the ground, steps on them, or brings them home, puts them in a bouquet and closes the door so no one else can see them, we still keep planting, we still keep coming back, we still keep sowing seeds, we still keep inviting folks to join us and plant some seeds and see what happens. Um, you have to try, you know, and then the to celebrate the things that are the fruits of that labor, you know, together and understand that it's not the thing that one person did. I don't ever say that this is what I did. You know, this is what we did this is what we are doing. I uh, really focus on that idea of all of us together. Um, there's a magnolia tree in the backyard of, of the house where I live. Um, it's an old house and it's an old tree. And really like that idea of the person who planted that tree, who 
obviously is not alive to enjoy it now. I, I'm so thankful for that person. I don't know who they were, um, who they are, but they're a very important person to me. The tree is an important tree for me in bloom. Every spring is unbelievable. So is that kind of thing of like, just up, trying, right? And then celebrating what's there, not taking things for granted while also appreciating like the stability and the security of of trust of like a consistent you know like a consistent rhythm um and being real when when there's some kind of thing going on um among folks who who I'm close with but yeah just shaking off and having fun and if something feels like it's beyond the capacity to just be honest in that and share that and then redirect change the plan you know I'm a big fan of like both like you can't step in the same river twice and also the future is unwritten so to really be active and engaged all the time and paying attention I say this respectfully of what everyone is doing of course but I would invite folks and this is like going along with like the work and the message and like all the research and of supine horizons and I would invite folks to slow down and kind of uh, reject the pressure to multitask that we've been told to be good at um, and really just kind of notice our surroundings that includes you know the people our neighbors that includes you know like I was saying like the gardens that also includes like the litter that someone threw on the sidewalk to like slow down and be present and open yourself to um, the possibility of connection or a, a, a random thought coming through your mind don't overschedule yourself um, really try to like open and, and like go with the flow respond to how your body is feeling based on the weather it's a rainy misty day today so we're going to feel differently than we do when it's bright and sunny so as much as we can you know slow down and really connect with yourself first and check in with how you're feeling, how you're doing, how you want to move through the world. When you open the door, what do you uh, notice that you really respond to? Yolanda Wisher, who was the lead organizer um, of the Philly U.S. Department of Arts and Culture group years ago, led a midnight uh, imagining world. And it was cool to see the people who showed up in Germantown um she led a guided meditation that I'll never forget and it was about walking to your door and opening it up and stepping out and then through like moving down the steps and like through the block and like what you saw and what you felt that embodied like the best possible you know version for you of what your um your neighborhood could be like that was really cool so I invite everyone to like go on a little trip like that and then take steps to like put those into action well germantown it's about that time and if you have stories or information that you want to share with the germantown info hub you can feel free to email gtown.infohub at gmail.com you can also keep up with us on social media at gtown info hub on twitter and instagram and germantown info hub on facebook additionally you can read our stories at germantown info hub org, And here is a quick reminder that next week is our final show of the year. The Germantown Info Hub will close for our holiday break 
on December 22nd, and we will reopen on Monday, January 9th. And before we go, there's one last thing I want to do. Our beloved community organizer and my esteemed colleague, Maleka Fruin, is celebrating a birthday today. While she is not here, I wanted to make sure she knew that she is celebrated not only today, but every day by her colleagues and loved ones. I began working with Maleka last year, and there is truly no kinder, more gentle, more nurturing, and selfless person that I have ever worked with. And for that, I appreciate you. So here's a little something to close out the show. Let's roll the tape. Happy birthday, Malaka. It's Jean, the person that enjoys nerding out about radio production with you, as well as just talking in general. It's been really great getting to know you in this year, and I'm so much looking forward to working together in 2023. Have another great year, and happy birthday. Hey, Malaka, this is Derek. Happy birthday to you, Sagittarius Rules. You already know. Have a good one. Happy birthday, Maleka. This is Lily reminding you that you are a gem and I hope you have a great day. Hey, Maleka. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful birthday. I hope this year brings you a lot of light and love and abundance and many, 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 many good things that the universe has to offer. Happy birthday. Bye. Happy birthday, mom from Kanoa. Happy birthday, Mom, from Jonas. Happy birthday, Godmother. This is from Soma. Hi, Mom. It's Tawara. Happy birthday. Hey, Maleka. It's me, Jack Burton. Happy birthday. What do you got to say, Vayu? Say, Mama, happy birthday. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, 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 bye. And that is about it. Thank you to our guests for speaking with us today for this community joy-centered episode of the InfoHub Hour. Thank you to Maleka for your continued work and dedication to the InfoHub and the general Germantown community. Happy birthday. And of course, thank you to our neighbors for always listening and engaging. And until next time, good night and happy, happy, happy holidays, Germantown.